Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. I wanted to do a bit of accountability. We, uh, you know, some some would say that we don't have opinions on this show, but I'm pretty sure we do because we had some opinions at the start of this year and we wanted to be accountable to those opinions. Me and the great Guru Reno, Timmy obviously joined us halfway through the year, uh, but Timmy will also chime in with his predictions at the start of the year. So we'll start at the top. The top is Panthers. What did we predict for the Panthers at the start of the year? And you can actually, do you remember what the, the episode was called? Yeah, just type in um, Bloke in a Bar Season Review. Bloke in a Bar uh, sorry, season, season Preview. 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 Bloke in a Bar Season Preview. So there's the receipts, boys. There's the receipts. Don't be saying <laughs> we're making stuff up. Now, Panthers. What did the Beak say about Panthers at the start of the year? I said they will probably come first, but I wouldn't mind if they don't aim for the minor premiership and save the push for the finals. So half right, uh, because they decimated every team essentially in their path. Um, they did have a little bit of a lull. I mean but they still managed to win games. But, uh, yeah, they ended up coming first. Now, the great Guru, he said, top two in the grand final. Guru, thoughts on your uh, prediction there, mate? Yeah, pretty happy with that. I still think they'll be in the grand final. I still think they'll be there. As you said, they did have, did have a little bit of a lull, but mate, to do what they've done over the last three years, Crazy. I mean, the lull they had... <laughs> was like, like the best for every other yeah, team. It, it was incredible. So what they've done, it's so impressive. What they continue to do, mm. so impressive. I mean... Put out their reserve grade side on the weekend. Um, you know, scoreline 30, 38 to 8, I think it was. Mm. But fuck, I, oh, I thought there was a couple of key moments there where, you know, the Cowboys scored tries off kicks or something that Penrith's defence was sensational. They just it got unlucky in a yeah, few moments. It didn't look like a first grade side versus reserve grade side. Put Shout out way. to their Jersey flag side who went up and played reserve grade and won their <laughs> final on the weekend too. Unbelievable. Yeah, crazy. Unbelievable. And, and, and I was uh, going to bring that up, actually. You, you obviously messaged me out on the weekend. Like, that, obviously, you want to see how these guys go in first grade. But it's almost like that's the real test, is that reserve grade. Because it's like they're the next superstars. That's where you're going to pull. Like, obviously, you may have some superstars currently playing New South Wales Cup that come into first grade. But, like, the Penrith Panther squad is so young that you're probably almost skipping that and looking at the jersey flag and going, these are actually the guys that can come through next. And for them to come in... Not win a normal game, 
win a finals game. Incredible. And a little positive sign for the Dolphins as well. The halfback that came in was Isaiah Katoa, who they've signed. So yeah. his first ever <clears throat> his first ever game of reserve, great. Oh, really? And he he's touted as like, finals. you know, yeah. he could Very be anything talented. kind of stuff. Yeah. Every I've scout that's seen him. <laughs> Um, the great Timmy. What was your uh, prediction with the Panthers, if you recall? I have to really think through these ones. I'm not too sure. I don't have any on record, so I can really make it up and just wrap myself <laughs> if I want to. But I, I had them winning the comp. I know that. So mm, okay. I, I, on track at this stage. But, yeah, let me uh, try and remember what I've got for the rest of them and see how we go. Okay. Okay. Now, the Sharkies, the great Gurino. He has them five to seven, but it's the only team he can see coming from outside the eight last year and coming into the top four this year. He thought their defensive attitude will get them a finals berth, and they statistically have the best goal line defense in the NRL. All came true. Yeah, all came true. Uh, the defense, I think I nailed, but I didn't expect their attack to be as good as what it is. Mm. I didn't expect their attack in week three to be as good as what it was, which mm. was unbelievable. I was worried about Nico Hines, but... Fuck, he's been unbelievable this season. Seriously? Yeah, very impressive, the Sharkies. I've got them going to the grand final now with Penrith. So really? Timmy, how were you feeling about the Sharkies at the start of the year? I was similar thinking that they'd push for the the bottom end of the top eight mm. spot, but one that I got seriously wrong was just Nico Hines as well. He, he blew me out of the water, and I think he did to a lot of us this season. I... Mm. I <clears throat> I expected vast improvement from the Sharkies, but what Nico's done, I, I can't believe what he's done in that transition from fullback to halfback in such a small amount of time. Mm, absolutely. I'm going to hang my hat on this one. Uh, as you guys all know, I've been extremely high on the Sharkies, had them top four, and I said, Heinz, I said I've been high on Sharks all preseason and even last season uh, when they obviously made the recruits in Fitzgibbon. I said, Heinz at seven will be a revelation. Uh, however, not a premiership threat yet. Um, still undecided on the premiership threat. I'd say right now, that's incorrect for me. Like right now as we speak, I think once we see him in finals footy. Um, but uh, my, I guess my thinking was, and I think you probably recall this, I was unsure whether they could pull it all together this quickly. Mm. Um, got the Heinz one right. Heinz at seven will be a revelation. Uh, so I'll hang my hat on that one. But yeah, the Sharkies... Even me, who was really, really high on them since they got Vince Gibbon for Nukin, Cam McGuinness, like seriously, I think he's he's just he's kind of gotten lost in the Hines hype, but he has been so so good for him. Matter of fact, I feel like a lot of the time he's kind of playing what we thought the role that uh, Nukin would play, mm. and he's filled that void like mm. perfectly. Uh, but even me, as high as I was in the Sharks top two, I didn't predict Oof. top two. There's no way I would have thought that they'd finish above the Storm. Uh, you know, above the Roosters. Uh, so incredible stuff by the Sharkies. Uh, we spent a long time talking about left centre. As Mulatalo and Ikevalu said they were willing to play centre, we also spoke about Tracy, but no one mentioned Talakai. I don't think anyone could have seen what Talakai was going to do this year. Yeah, I, I always knew Talakai was extremely talented. We spoke about it last year, but I thought it would be as a back rower. 100%. I didn't think he'd be able to do it as a centre. And I think the greatest credit to Talakai is that, you know, they've got all the highlights and everything. But my biggest worry him at centre was defence. Mm -hmm. And over the last few years, he had shown that he had been very inconsistent there. He's been – I think he's been one of the more consistent centres in this competition. And I, people expect tries and tries this. I think he's averaging 150 metres per game. Yeah. At centre, is that's outrageous. Yeah. He's seriously, you could argue he's been one of the most consistent centers all year. And the only reason he's not getting the hype he deserves, obviously, Origin, he, he didn't have the best game. But also, he had that one crazy game, and now everything is measured against that. Mm. But if you actually go back and look at his stats, 
seriously one of the most consistent you know maybe maybe valentine holmes oh well even valentine holmes after origin went a little bit quiet he's up there i believe he's been one of the most consistent outside of obviously origin um timmy what do you think of talakai did you see this he, he at all? was he was flat out making the 17 at the start of the year mm. round mm. one he played 21 minutes off the bench Round two, 50 minutes off the bench. From there, he made that transition to centre, which, again, credit when due to Craig Fitzgibbons. That was a pretty bold play because mm. of the depth they had in the outside backs to do that. Uh, what a decision. And as I said, like, at the start of the year, if he did, wasn't the 17, there wouldn't have been a heap of pushback because of the depth they had mm. in the forward pack. So, mm. amazing. And also, you know, I, you know, and this is just to be real, like, his consistency was an issue for me last year. Like, yep. I was like... Is this guy ever going to fulfil this crazy potential? You know, once every three games we see him absolutely explode and we're going, holy shit, I'd hate to mark him. But then the next game he's quiet. The next game he might make a couple errors. Whereas this year, he is just – it just shows you how important – and it's no knock on past coaches, but Craig Fitzgibbon, every player, he's just so, – like, honestly, just squeezing the potential out of them. And, yeah, to think – put it this way, not only has he been one of the most consistent centres in the game, he made his origin debut. Yes, I know it wasn't the best. He still made his origin debut. To like, me in the origin conversations, impressive. Incredible. To get there. I, Just, yeah. yeah. I remember last season watching him and he, he struggled to put big minute games together in the back row, bit fitness. Um, I mean, I know he's not super young, but maybe a little bit raw at the time. And he just made some horrible, horrible defensive decisions. Mm. And a few of them were, were being a bit lazy. A few of them were just poor reads. And then we only got moved to centre. I'm going... It's arguably the hardest defensive position yeah. on the field. Well, I think it is for defensive reads. Mm. You know, how's he going to cope out there? And he hasn't mm. missed a beat. Crazy. And it was funny, like the first few weeks you could see teams targeting him. Mm. By week five and six, you could see teams <laughs> are like, well, fuck it, I'm we not can't, going we can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to work for yep. us. So, I mean, you also take into consideration, if, if you would have said to me at the end of last season, who's been the Sharks' best back this year, I think I would have said Connor Tracy. Yeah. And he didn't, he, he, like, Barely he wasn't played. In their first choice. Yeah. yeah he was outstanding last year. You're totally right. Yeah. Um, Tracy was outstanding last year. Their, their depth is crazy. Like Metcalf got his first game on the weekend. Mm. Run comes on second touch, I think runs fucking ninety meters. <laughs> Incredible. I, what I can't believe is like this depth that the the Sharkies have. I can't believe I was about to say the Tigers. Um, <laughs> this depth that the Sharkies have. How quickly it's like it just appeared. Yep. Like it's bizarre. You're like you're sitting here going, hang on a sec. This is essentially the same squad outside of Finucane, Hines, and McInnes. No one could have predicted by recruiting three blokes that they would all of a sudden have like literally depth for days down the outside backs and forwards. In saying that, if you go and have a look at the premiership, the Newtown Jets one, I think it was two years ago, mm. I think 14 of that 17 in their first grade school. Yeah, wow. so they, like, And I think because of COVID, we sort of lost track of that sort of stuff, but mm. they've done really well bringing those guys. And, but like, that. would you... I don't think any of us would have said at the start of the year they would have this much I oh, know for sure, but when you look in hindsight yeah, yeah, and you sure. look at the way the Sharks have dealt with it, it's yeah. been done very well. Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, what was it? The great Magoulias a couple of years ago. <laughs> well, he's back at Newtown now. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's playing oh, there Oh, get again, him back so. in the squad. You need the great Magoulias in yeah. the squad. Um, yeah, so look, Sharkies, unbelievable. Now, oh, we need to hang our head in shame, boys. We need to hang our head in shame. We're up to the Cowboys here. They finished third. Now, we didn't spend too long on the Cowboys, which we, we apologise for. Uh, the great Gurino, wooden spoon favourites, questioning Todd Payton's decision that he can't understand. Can't understand why no drink water. High on Cotter, though. And in your defence, you did predict Cotter mm. would make his origin debut, and he did. No, I'm sure they're all aware of that. <laughs> it's a billion times. So, uh, yeah, mate, I 
as you said, we didn't spend much time on them. I don't think anyone spent much time on them. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's crazy what they've done. I mean, I think we both heavily questioned Todd Payton leaving Drinkwater out, and I think we're right in hindsight, but I think what Todd Payton did got the best out of Drinkwater. Mm. I'm not sure if Drinkwater is the guy he is now if he would have been given that fullback jersey at the start mm. of the season, to be honest mm. with you. So, well done to Todd. Timmy, Cowboys, what yeah, are your thoughts? I'll, I'll wrap myself here. I actually had them potential top four. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nah. One of your best, Timmy. Nah. I think you said third on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think with everyone else in rugby league, I had them bottom probably two or three, if, if not wooden spooners. So I was questioning Todd Payton and all sorts of things. And, you know, there's an incredible season, no matter what happens from here. Now, 12th to 16th, I had them. Uh, I'm not spoon favourites, but I said it's going to be tough years. That's how wrong I was. Tough years. Uh, I will say, though, I got something right. I said Townsend is too good of a half to get a wooden spoon. I mean, that's half right. Like, that's almost like it's the worst compliment ever, really. Like, he's gone from a premiership threat half. So, I did have wraps on Townsend. Did I think he was going to take him to the top three? Absolutely not. Uh, we were absolutely dead wrong about the Cowboys. But, but even a statement like that, Townsend is too good of a half to get a wooden spoon. Like, people would have laughed at you at that. At the I start was getting smashed yeah. for it. Smashed. And, like, like there would be times where I would say, guys, they've signed Townsend, and people would laugh mm. and smirk at me like I'm a fucking crazy person. I remember when he signed for the Warriors. Like, I went on this big rant about how he's the guy they'd need, and he played injured there the entire time. But even after the Warriors, I was sitting there going... Jeez, I don't know about Chad. I don't know if he's maybe a little bit past yep. it, mm. how wrong I was. I just knew how important, even if he just conventional solid half, like it's just so important to have that. And like he's better than just an average conventional solid half. Like he's a, he's a good conventional mm. solid half. Uh, so I knew – but in saying that, we were so wrong about the Cowboys. I was so wrong about the Cowboys. There's absolutely no way. I was so wrong about Todd Payton's decisions as well in regards to Jason Taumalolo. I thought, oh, well, even, okay, half, half, because Todd Payton even came out himself and said that he shouldn't have focused so much mm. on Taumalolo. And that was my knock is how I didn't, didn't think last year it was necessary for Todd Payton to kind of put Taumalolo out there as the, the four guy to a degree, not like... To a degree, um, in saying that, it has paid off though because he he isn't the guy that they need to rely on anymore, and he's a ball player now. Well, that, that's where I was wrong on this team. I was high on Cotter because I thought he would be the thirteen, and they'd bite the bullet and move Tamalolo into the front row. Mm. They did the fucking opposite. They mm. moved Cotter into the front mm. row, and Tamalolo. I didn't think he had the ball playing in him that he's shown this year. Yeah, I think it's one of the the most one of the best improvements in our game this year I think mm. he's been very good obviously the team before you mentioned Cam McInnes as well I think his ball playing at 13 yeah. has improved a lot as well so yeah well under Tamalolo a sensational effort what he's done yeah and and maybe the maybe you know Peyton's method of getting Tamalolo there he could have tweaked it but at the end of the day who really cares like look where they are yeah, like, he's there he, yeah. yeah he got him he got him to where he, he got he needed to get him you know like I think that Last year, this I think he may have Peyton may have thought that this would have happened last year. If you know what I mean, like Tamalolo would have reacted straight away, turned into the player he needed to be. Um, but it, it's happened. So Townsend deserves, uh, well Townsend does. Um, you know, another thing as well, I I didn't see Dearden being as good as he was either. I was wrong about that. I thought Dearden would be solid, but I just thought that that he may be a bit too similar t- to Townsend. Him at six, I think, has been a revelation. Mate, I'd love to know what Dearden's 
actual thought, thoughts were at the start yeah. of this season. I reckon he would have even like there were, I think people underappreciate how much head noise he would have had coming oh, from the Broncos and arriving at this club that was last. He must have just thought he was on a hiding to nothing, and here he is. Was he player's player in Origin three? If not, he had to be fucking close well, to it. It was a fuck. I mean, his second touch, he got a try assist. Like he was amazing. Well, he, he he got the players' player last night for the North Queensland Cowboys, which I think is just and my, even for him to play that game on the weekend, oh, fuck, honestly, <laughs> crazy, crazy <laughs> toughness. It, he is uh, like I just I could not see him at six, and I just thought Scotty Drinkwater would add the flair. I know mm. Drinkwater's defence is is not the best in the front line. Um, I just thought that Townsend and uh, did and just wouldn't have enough attacking kind of oomph. I just wrong. We were, I was just so wrong about the Cowboys. So well I think done. that's where Dearden's been so impressed. I think after Dill Brown, he's probably the second best defensive half. Yeah, yeah. Well, six at least. I'm trying six, to think. Yeah, I, he'd have to be up there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're, you're right because like that's his. That's what got him the spot is his defense. Like I'm trying to think who else you would put. Jackie Whiten. Jackie Whiten, mm. yeah. Yep. Um, I would love – can you get Jackie Whiten and Dearden's uh, defensive, like, tackle efficiency, please? But even, like, when you look at Jack Whiten and, and his his body shape and everything compared to Dearden, yeah, oh, I yeah. think it's an incredible <coughs> knock yeah. for Dearden to be in that conversation. I mean, there were some people when we said Dylan Brown outside of Munster has been the best six in the game this year. Some people reckon Dearden. And, I mean, I still will have Dylan Brown ahead of him, but – Dearden did go to Origin and mm. play really well. So, crazy year from Dearden. Um, just that whole Cowboys side, seriously. So, Jackie Whitens is 86.1% and Dearden's is 89. Wow. That's incredible. 89%. That's I think six. the other thing about this Cowboys side is, like, I sat there at the start of the year and went through their 13 and thought they're playing Tamalolo out of position. They're mm. playing Cotter out of position. I probably thought Dearden was a 7, not a 6. Mm. I mean, Dearden out of position. Uh, who else was Val Holmes? I thought they're playing their best winger at centre yeah, yeah. instead of there. And then Hamiso, they were playing him <laughs> off the bench. I thought, well, well, like, there was just so many things that didn't make sense to me in this side. Uh, and it's all, yep, all come it's together. Come perfect. Another guy, Robson, at the start of the year, I was unsure whether he was an NRL hooker. I really was. Like, I know he had huge raps and the Dragons let him go. And I know the Dragons fans were devastated because he had a lot of potential coming out of school. Didn't he prove me wrong? Wow. Yeah. And, and what's crazy is I don't even think we're close to his, like where he's going to get to and he just gets better every single week. I thought he was outstanding on the weekend. So, yeah, Cowboys deserve all the praise they, uh, they get this year. They have been absolutely incredible and we were absolutely wrong about them. Oh, yeah, my favourite. <laughs> my favourite. The Eels. Um, I've been peppered all year about them. Still think they can win a premiership. Still think they can win a premiership. And I've stayed strong. I've stayed strong. This is what I said at the start of the year about the Eels. I said the Eels will come anywhere between three and six. Their premiership's hope, uh, sorry, their premiership hopes will hinge on if Dylan Brown can take that next step. Excited for the Eels, excited for the Eels this year. Said they're a premiership threat, and nothing will change my mind all year long. I mean, You're a stubborn motherfucker, <laughs> mate. I'm stubborn just because it's is and it's been my reasoning all year. It's like, yeah, okay, are they consistent? No, they're not. Even though they've been a bit consistent lately. Are they consistent? No, they're not. But in the big games, they fucking turn up. They turn up. And so if they can just get, you know, I think everyone would agree if they get to a prelim, that's, that's pretty good. Like, obviously, they sh- they've got the team to be in a grand final. Mm. But I think a prelim is a pretty good year for them. Um, 
yeah, that, that's a satisfactory year, in my opinion, for them, for the squad they have. Um, and, yeah, I just knew going into this year that we would see the same inconsistencies, but when the big games came around, they would lift, and that's exactly what they've done. The big games come around and they lift. Uh, you know, obviously got the Dylan Brown right, I think. You know, he has stepped up and he has been the difference. Um, now, the great Gurino, he said fourth to six, says they need says they need to taper at the right time. And I'd argue over the last few weeks, they probably, they look like they have. Yeah. I, I stand by what I've said all year. <clears throat> the right time is next week. Mm. That's where it matters. And I agree with you. Prelim final, it'll be a satisfactory finish, but they're a team that can achieve more. For sure. That's, For sure. What, that, that's what I want out of Parramatta. I, th- I, think, I think Parramatta fans think I hate them or whatever. I just hold you at a high level because that's the footy side you've got. They've got a gun you're, side. You're, you're not a good effort to make top four anymore in my eyes. I mm. think you're a winner premiership side. Mm. They're, they're, these windows don't come along very often and it's open for Parramatta at the moment. Yep, yep. Um, Timmy, what do you think about the Eels at study? Yeah, pretty similar, boys. Had them in about that third to fifth <coughs> bracket. Um, you know, capable of winning a premiership, but, you know, for all the reasons you've already listed. Mm. But, uh, and... What you said, Guru, it's next week's the time to do it. Yeah. Sweet, they've strung three wins in, uh, together on the trot. They've looked really good in the process, but next week when it needs to count. We, we've seen this similar in previous years mm. where they've come good, look good at the back end of the year and folded come <coughs> finals. So uh, let's see. Let's chat about it in a week and, and we'll know where Parramatta are. I, I would argue Parramatta right now, <coughs> probably since 2001. People say 2009 maybe, but they are full strength right now. Oh, they are absolutely full strength. I think this is their best shot to win a comp since 2001. Best footy Moses ever played. Gutho is hitting form right at the right time. Bowler, RCG, Papali'i, Madison. Like, these guys are all flying. And, and like, you watch that game against Melbourne on the weekend, and I knew from the first 10 minutes they were going to win because the forwards went forward for the first three <laughs> sets. Yeah. If they do that to Penrith on Friday night... They're going to give them a real shake. I, I, what a game. I, I was looking what at the market. They're like $2.40. I reckon, I reckon they're good value, Parramatta. $2.40. Wow. Wow. That's, yeah. That's crazy. I, I personally think, I understand what you're saying, Tim, in regards to, you know, we've seen this before where they, you know, come into finals, they start playing a bit. I think they haven't played this well. into Like, last year coming into finals, they were busted. Like, they were, mm. they lost like, the only thing that, like, I think they came, would they come fifth or something? The only thing that did that for them was the, the top eight was so, like, poor because the, <clears throat> the Titans made the top eight and they had. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, 14 losses, 10 wins, didn't they? Yep. Uh, and so I actually think this year they're coming into finals in the best form they've ever come, they've come into finals over the last five years. Yeah. In saying that, that's not to disregard that the lull that they went through before these last few games was fucking terrible. But I think I think they're hitting good form, and, that, and that's my fear that at any given moment the wheels can yeah. just fall off for no yeah. apparent. For yeah. Like I was talking to a Parramatta fan the other day, and we were talking about how they're playing Penrith next week, and he sort of said, "Fuck, I think I'd rather us lose because if we win." Giving us two weeks to think about what we yeah, have to do. Yeah, yeah. It's just got that's that's just my worry with Parramatta. Yep. But 
They got the team to do it. They've always the had the team to do it. Yeah, and but that's that's the thing. They could literally turn up in the finals and just fucking go straight out, oh. and and we'd all be sitting there going, "Yeah, I could see that <laughs> happening." Or they could go into finals and absolutely fucking douche every team, and we'd go, "Yeah, I could see that." They're the only team in the comp that you'd mm. say that about. Well, we've said it all year, but <coughs> obviously last year, Maddie Penrith played South finals week one. South won, pulled the upset, and then they met each other in the grand final. Mm. We can get that again this year and get the Western Suburbs oh grand final. Oh, my God. It'd be unbelievable. It'll be one of the biggest grand finals. And I feel more had. confident about Parramatta beating Penrith on Friday night than I did about South beating Penrith a year ago. Yeah, that, that was a, a bit of a shock. I didn't see that coming at all, yeah. the South um, beating. And that's the thing. Like, a lot of – you know, the yeah. fact that the Penny Panthers are such big favourites, it's like, hang on a sec. Like, they were f- – a much better side than the Rabbitohs. They pumped Rabbitohs by 50 in the middle of the year last year, whereas this they, they've actually lost their past two games to the Eels. So I still would say Penrith at home are favourites, but not by that much, not by that much at all. Matter of fact, you could even argue it's like 45. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's closer than what, it, yeah. than what the odds say, I think. <clears throat> I don't, I'd probably go 45-55. Like that's how close Penrith I would have high. it. And yeah. Penrith is 55, obviously. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 